Hello and welcome to The Blend Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Ruff, and I'll be joined by an inspiring lineup of guests over the coming weeks in the lead-up to The Blend, which takes place in Birmingham on the 7th of October. But before we get started, here's just a little teaser of the conversations to come in the first series of The Blend Podcast. The, the Blend's gained a little bit of reputation for the, for the evening doing the let's call it networking uh, side of the side of the conference. I've had to book the next day or so off after the blend because that team know how to drink and how to party. There, there are some pretty cool stories that will come out of that evening Deuce. Who is that crazy man who is happy to arrange a business meeting at 8am the next day? People sort of are very good technicians, they decide they want to go on their own and they, they sort of get their heads down and work hard. Far too many, not just garage owners, but small business owners are slaves to their business. Ultimately, we're all in the, the trade and the business of looking after cars. Have a plan for yourself so that you are constantly achieving. Could you sell your business to an investor? Have you got somebody within the business that could buy it off you at a later date? It's great to see that garage owners are are thinking positively and really starting to appreciate how valuable they are and how hard the work is that they do. The way you're trying to do it now isn't working for you. You've got to find another way of getting those cars in. Build a business that serves you rather than you serving your business, which is often the way. Those were, of course, the voices of industry legends Alex Lindley, Matt Cleveley, Ray Dilsons, Tim Benson and Andy Crook, all of whom we'll have on in this series of The Blend podcast. And they'll also be speaking at The Blend itself in October alongside many other industry leaders. Plenty more on that in a little while. For now, though, let's kick off the first episode of The Blend podcast by chatting with Ray Dilsons, Managing Director of Garage Hive, the community-driven garage management software behind The Blend. Ray, how are you? Uh, I'm very well, thank you. It's so good to be here. Exciting too. The very first episode of The Blend podcast and just a few weeks before The Blend itself. So let's start with the inspiration for creating The Blend. Where did the idea come from? When I started working on Garage Hive, um, I didn't know much about the independent garage sector in the UK. Uh, and I was amazed uh, to see how busy the automotive forums were. So people from independent garages across the country were asking for advice, sharing their experiences, building friendships on uh, Facebook groups and other platforms. And funnily enough, most of the people haven't met each other in real life. There was clearly a lack of live networking opportunities, uh, especially for garage owners. So I I would say there were technical uh, events, but not so many uh, business-focused events. It was... uh, the year 2019, when we organized the first blend, we were a very young but fast-growing company and were fortunate to build a good relationship with our customers. Um, and I came up with an idea, why not to organize a conference? Uh, the original slogan, as I remember, was um, come to influence software development, speak to other garages and meet the Garage Hive team, because uh, that was the time when, when people could actually meet each other and it was quite, quite unique. And the first blend was a big success. It was a small event with about 60 people, but it was quite, uh, quite special with very high energy levels and it gave us the confidence to keep doing it. I, th- I think it's fair to say that it's about bringing the entire community together to discuss business, share ideas and support and motivate each other as well. It's a mix of business, technical, and other areas, and um, we're finding new, new opportunities, new, new topics, new themes to talk about. And there's one particular speaker I'd like to uh, mention. Uh, his name is Tom Cockings. 
He's uh, a customer of Garage Hive. He's also he's a garage owner. So Tom is uh, going to speak about the father and son relationship in the trade, in the garage business. And he's going to share his own story. And I feel many other garage owners and, and uh, family, family members will just find it very um, engaging. Um, and I think it's quite quite interesting subject to explore. We're actually hoping to catch up with Tom later on in this series because, as you say, it's a unique talk that he'll be presenting in October alongside other confirmed speakers such as Tim Benson of Oldfields Garage, Matt Cleveley of Cleveley EV, and there's also Andy Crook of Got Boost, John Batten of Auto IQ, we've got Jennifer Webb of HR Vitals, Prashant Chopra, Auto Gem, Mandela Enlo of Auto Tech Training, Mark Strain, GSF Car Parts, and Andy Hamilton. LKQ Euro Car Parts, completing the list of guest speakers. Garage High's very own Alex Lindley will also be revealing the very latest data from Garage Industry Trends. Delegates can pick and choose the sessions they attend during the day ahead of an evening dinner, award ceremony and entertainment. How has the event developed over the years? It has changed quite a lot. Um, so first of all, as Garage Hive community grew, uh, uh, so did the blend. Uh, it has become an annual conference and uh, attendees uh, nearly doubled uh, yearly. So we added more industry speakers and uh, broke them down into parallel tracks so that uh, everyone could find uh, content for their needs. The blend is also for garages that are not using garage uh, specific garage management software. So um, it is relevant to just, just for people from the industry. Uh, at the blend, uh, there's also an expo uh, where brands with outstanding reputations like uh, Castrol, Pickler Tools and Diagnostic Connections have their stands. And last but not least uh, is the evening event, which we also didn't have in the first uh, occurrence, which allows uh, enjoying more networking, uh, having an evening meal and uh, watching the blend awards. So why do you think the blend has become so popular? I think it's uh, the power of networking. The times we are in are quite uh, challenging. Everything is so rapidly changing in the business environment and uh, new technology like electric vehicles uh, are disrupting the market. And uh, I think uh, for smaller businesses, uh, independent garages, it's, it's extremely difficult to stay up to date. And uh, events like the Blend is a unique opportunity to learn from others and enjoy uh, the fact that they are willing to share the knowledge, their business practices. Ray, why is the sense of community so important for independent garages? It was important to find, uh, you know, what makes us special and uh, the community-driven uh, element of, of our company, that's, that's what it is nowadays, and we're quite proud of that. So uh, the Garishar community is a very active group that's uh, more about business than technical. Our members discuss what uh, garage businesses face in day-to-day -day operations. For example, the labor rates they should charge for jobs or how to choose a part supplier that suits their needs. I think. Uh, People find our community important uh, because it gives them the engagement loop with uh, the Garage Hive development team as well as other business owners. 
You mentioned labour rates there, and that's something, of course, that Garage Industry Trends can provide some insight into, which is exactly what Alex Lindley will be talking about at The Blend. He'll also be joining us in just a moment. But before he does, I thought it might be interesting to find out how and when Alex first became involved in Garage Hive. Before I met Alex, uh, I did I did, uh, trade sh- I did had a stand, a Garage Hive stand at Auto Mechanica, and I was on a road trip to visit uh, multiple garages, uh, you know, follow as a follow-up after the event to showcase the product, and it was in the very, in the very early days. The product was very young, um, you know, probably it was missing millions of features. And then uh, uh, that that moment, you know, the time is what matters. You know, be be at the right time, uh, the right place. Uh, I was in Manchester uh, doing a road trip on a train, and uh, I was in my hotel. And then uh, Alex just was. Uh, looking for software and he, he just inquired and we managed to arrange a meeting next morning at 8 a.m. so I had to cancel some other meetings uh, I was surprised to see I was curious to see uh, who is that who is that crazy man who is happy to arrange a business meeting at 8 a.m. Uh, next day but um, nevertheless you know that uh, just just happened and um, I remember sat uh, uh, at the, uh, in the room with Alex and his dad and um, you know <clears throat> showing the technology capabilities and yeah he just saw the potential since alex joined the uh, garage drive as a customer uh, he also uh, had the opportunity to get uh, involved in the business and uh, i think that was the turning point uh, because we combined two unique propositions the best technology and uh, very uh, you know smart minds from the business and then since then we just kicked off fascinating story Ray for those listening and that will be attending the blend in October we should say that both Ray and Alex will be at the blend so do take up the opportunity to have a conversation with them for now though Ray thanks for joining us on the podcast thank you Mike and I look forward to seeing everyone at the blend the blend podcast inspiring success from within the community join us at the blend on the 7th of October at the east side rooms in Birmingham Next, I'm really pleased to welcome on Alex Lindley, Director of Garage Hive and Managing Director of Lindley's Auto Centres. Alex, talk us through what we can expect from the Blend 2023. So we do have a a line of speakers where it's all Garage Hive content. So let's just say you want to go and learn more about Garage Hive, then all day you can listen to Garage Hive speakers. Uh, But then there are also two other paths you can go down where it's business related. So if you take a team of people, you could have them all go on different sessions. If you go yourself, you can pick and choose which sessions that you you think are going to be most valuable to you at that particular point. Um, all of the Garage Hive sessions will be recorded again. So last year we we didn't record them during the day, but we redid them as a webinar after the event, and they got good attendance. So if you do miss any of the Garage Hive content, but you get to see and speak to lots of you know business consultants and and the other trainers available to you, uh, then the Garage Hive content you can catch up with. So. Um, it is about the day is about you you pick and choose what you want to do now whether that is you skip a session and you go into the expo or you skip a session and go for lunch with some of the other garage owners it's entirely up to you the day is about you you pick and choose which route you want to go down Uh, and then this year we've expanded the number of speakers so i think we're what we've got 14 speakers this year so far uh and some crack there are some cracking people that are that are going to be um speaking this year as well from from all sorts of consultants that you would have heard of to uh, some of Garage Hive's own customers telling their their stories. 
The Blend Awards have been opened up this year too. There's two awards that any garage in the UK or Ireland can get involved with. Could you tell us more about that? But we've always had some sort of award around uh, the community aspect. So um, which of our customers stroke community members are uh, do the most for the community? So this this has come from, um, you know, if, if, you, if you're part of our community, you'll see someone will put a request for help or information and you see the familiar faces always offering up help and information. And, you know, these guys aren't paid to do this. This is purely a selfless act from their behalf. And we've realized as, as Garage Hive that we really need to recognize these people and these companies. So we have like Community Garage of the Year and Community Member of the Year. And this is really just about um, those people that go the extra mile to help the existing Garage Hive customers. You know, and we are eternally grateful for that. And we're, we're very, very fortunate to have uh, such an awesome community and then we have one which is um, I think we're still working on the name for it but it's essentially going to revolve around the ones that help drive the product forward technically from beta testing to um, putting forward technical um, recommendations on um, feature sets etc so um, they're the three that were there last year and they're the three that we're also doing again this year um, but we've, we have introduced uh, some new ones and this is uh, garage of the year and then staff recognition of the year a uh, staff recognition award and these are going to be judged um, these are going to be judged awards so we're asking garages to um, nominate a member of staff or nominate themselves or nominate another garage and then there's going to be a judging process um, for those two particular for those two particular awards that's right so entries are still open until the end of july for the blends garage of the year award and staff recognition award and as alex says they'll be evaluated by a panel of industry judges and the nominees will be announced on the 30th of august Alex, we've already mentioned garage industry trends on the podcast and for anyone that's been living under a rock for the past year or so, Trends is a data website for independent garages showcasing industry averages for the likes of invoice values, labour rates and more. Alex, you'll be speaking about the latest trends at The Blend later this year, so perhaps you could give us a bit more of a teaser about what you'll be presenting, please. Okay, so uh, last year I spoke about GP, but I'm sure people are, are bored to death of me talking about gross profit now, so I've got to mix it up a little bit. So uh, it's, it's obvious that I'm heavily involved in trends, and I, and I absolutely love the data that trends is, is starting to display and, and I'm getting an awful lot of messages about the data helping these garages and, and, and not just garages, but suppliers and partners. And there's a lot of people benefiting from this information, but there's also information that people don't really understand. Uh, and in particular with the um, early this year, we did a lot of work with trends around the MOT consultation. So we analyzed, uh, I think it was 80 million lines of MOT data and produced a set of reports that showed you the trends of the MOT testing scheme. And you can you can draw a lot of information from those reports. So the talk that I'm going to be doing this year will be all around trends and the findings of trends and, and the patterns of the information and data. So I'm gonna try and do my best. For people that, that don't obsess over it, you know, there are, there are people who actually look at it as, as part of their daily routine. But for those that don't, who just want a summary of the year and how the year looks and potentially how next year is going to look, I've not started my work on the talk yet, but that's the idea. I'm going to try and come up with a 30 to 40 minute talk on the last 12 to 24 months worth of data from the MOT scheme and trends. And then just try and summarize it up nicely and, and then and then make some of predictions going over the next 12 months. So 
uh, that that that's the idea of, of what I'm going to be talking about this year. Trends is one of those things. I mean, it's still relatively new, but it's fast approaching its first birthday. And the more time that passes, the more data it gathers and the more powerful it becomes. How should garage owners best interpret this data for their business? So there's one particular uh, piece of data that we are really proud of, uh, and it's the booking trends data. So we've never seen this before. There are, there are uh, other pieces of research around labor rates, etc., and you know, we do have labor rate on there, um, but the one that we are particularly proud of is, yeah, is future booking. So what we do is we, we take data from, I think we're currently sitting at 127 garages all across the UK, including Wales and Scotland uh, as well. I don't think we're taking it from Ireland just yet, but we do plan on doing it in the future. Uh, but this is the piece that resonates with people a lot because when garage owners go quiet or they go really busy, they start asking questions. And particularly when you start to go quiet, you, you know inside that it's okay to go quiet and our, our industry is very seasonal, but it gives that garage owner the reassurance that this is an industry-wide lull and not just your individual garage. Uh, and then likewise, if you're perhaps on a marketing campaign or you've got some sort of strategy to get busier, then at least you have a baseline to compare yourself to to actually judge whether that project's being a success or not. So. It's probably the one that people look at on a daily basis to get some comfort for themselves. Uh, and, then, and then we do look at average invoice value and we do look at net promoter score, which is the general customer satisfaction. Um, but I think the second most useful one is the labor rate part. Uh, and it's not necessarily useful for a garage owner to look at on a day-to-day -day basis, but it's really useful at creating a conversation. And actually garages that may not be thinking the right way about labor rate, it, it can trigger a thought process in the head and actually set them on the path to look at their own labor rate. But I, I do think that, that, that for, for an industry that has typically absorbed a lot of costs, uh, it's great to see that garage owners are, are thinking positively and um, really starting to appreciate how valuable they are and how hard the work is that they do. And it's very clear to see that that labor rate is tracking inflation as it should be. Uh, so that, that's been a really positive, um, I think I think that's really positively affected the industry as a whole, uh, is, is the labour rate information on trends. What's caused that change of mindset when it comes to labour rates, do you think? Because it seems that garages have just been soaking up the extra costs of running a business for a long, long time. And looking at garages and, and saying, well, they're charging X amount, they're charging Z amount, we'll charge somewhere in the middle with Y amount. Why do you think garages now have the courage to increase those labour rates? Well, I, I mean, the industry has got, it's getting a lot harder uh, just to survive in the industry. I mean, the, the technician shortages and the, the level of training and tooling required, you just have to be super engaged with actually running a business now. It's, it's really difficult to be successful just, just by rolling your sleeves up and, and grafting. And you can still have a successful business that way, but it, it becomes a lot harder if you're not, a bit more focused and a bit more in touch with your numbers and a bit uh, you know a bit of a business plan or an, un an understanding of costs so i think that those external factors have, have forced people to be a bit more alert um but i also think there are lots of uh, lots of businesses and consultants and trainers doing a really good job and i think that there's more training on offer now than there ever has been there's lots of great courses in this industry now which which business owners are being encouraged to go on so I think it's a, it's a combination of, of multiple things, if I'm being honest with you, but it's it's definitely heading in the right direction and it's definitely feeling positive. So I'm very optimistic. Now, that is good to hear. So how do you 
gather the data on trends. So you can only opt into trends if you're a Garage Hive customer. But to be clear, anybody can look at the information. So the information is open to the public for anybody to look at. You don't just have to be a Garage Hive customer. So these garages that are opting in to share this information are, it's a very, very much a selfless act. You know, that they are believing in what Trends is trying to do and trying to achieve, uh, and they're just putting their data forward. So then the clever bit is, how can we gather that data in an anonymous way uh, and make it reliable and, and up-to-date daily? So the developers at Garage Hive worked really hard, and essentially what happens is each night for the customers that have opted in, their system aggregates their data and submits it in a way it's, the data is is completely anonymous. So at the point it reaches trends, we have no idea where that data has come from other than what region it's come from. Uh, so it's it's totally anonymous and safe for the garage owners to share that information. Um, but it is being driven by garages that are willing to share their information essentially for for the good of the industry, which again, I think is is just testament to the Garage Hive community. I think it's brilliant. Absolutely. It's another example of the unique community you guys have organically grown. So what are your thoughts on the rest of the year when it comes to trends and what the data looks like? What's been really interesting this year is I, I we, we launched this at the last blend, so the last September. So we're coming up to nearly a full year's worth of data. And I'm really looking forward to tracking year on year how that looks because anyone who's analysed data it gets a lot more exciting when you have a reference point to measure the information with, and we're yet to have that reference point. But what we do have is all the MOT data. So we've been really closely correlating trends booking data with the number of MOTs coming due, which is a really obvious one because every car needs an MOT. And then it's it's quite common for a car owner to combine their MOT with a service. So then naturally you get more service and MOTs as more MOTs are, are coming up for uh, renewal. So it's correlating very closely to that. And we've been putting predictions out there based on the MOT data. Um, and those predictions are becoming <clears throat> reasonably true. So if we look at the MOT data, we are going to now be consistently getting busier up until the later point in the year, in September and October, where all of those COVID MOT extensions from April were pushed into those months. So. Um, it, it's really good. The industry is in a really strong position and people, garages are going to be exceptionally busy for at least the next three three to four months. Uh, and then it will slowly come down towards the Christmas period. So I, I can say that with, with some yeah with some confidence. But going into the following year, when I have year on year trends data, that's going to be that's going to be fascinating. So if you're interested in trends or you're not sure what it is yet, I'm not sure how I'm going to use that year on year data yet within trends, but there's certainly going to be some it's certainly going to be visible. So you'll be able to see how this year's, how next year will be tracking compared to this year. And I think it's going to give you a very, very precise uh, sort of idea on what bookings are going to be looking like. We look forward to seeing that data set grow. I know many garage owners have already found it to be an incredible resource for their business. Alex, you'll be presenting more on this at The Blend alongside many other excellent speakers. But The Blend is much more than just the speakers themselves because... I'm going to say that word again. It's it's about the community of people coming together and actually the conversations that happen between the presentations during the breaks and in the evening. That's just as insightful as the talks themselves, right? Yeah, well, that that it, we the the blends gained a little bit of reputation for the for the evening doing the let's call it networking uh, side of the side of the conference. So 
Um, we've definitely learned that garage owners know how to party and that that is that has become a really important aspect of the blend is the evening do is there there are some pretty cool stories that will come out of that evening do so if you if you do enjoy a good night out as well um, with some really good company then yeah you'll you'll fit right in um but there is equal value in attending the day so we've actually split it into two you can have a, a day ticket an evening ticket or a combined ticket where you get the day and the evening but we do have people who just come for the daily conference and just to absorb as much business information and learnings as they can uh, but then the vast majority of people will stay for um, yeah the evening meal and a bit of a party and just to celebrate the industry, I guess, and hopefully celebrate a successful conference. It seems very much a case of work hard, play hard. Alex, can't wait to hear your talk in October. I'm sure we'll have you back on the Blend podcast beforehand. But for now, thanks for joining us. Yeah, no worries, Mike. Thank you. And that's just about it for the first episode of the Blend podcast. We've got some truly great guests lined up for the rest of the series, so be sure to subscribe to the Blend podcast in your usual podcast player so you don't miss out. And don't forget to save the date, book your tickets on the Blend website, and we'll see you on the 7th of October at the Eastside Rooms in Birmingham. Thanks for listening.